Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quacker. So today we're going to be reviewing the movie Lady Bird. Lady Bird is a very unique take on the coming of age film. It's a beautifully written script that has a very lived in world. The reason this film feels so different compared to other films in this genre is that it feel it feels like a real person with real emotions. The characters themselves are so real that it feels as though you're just watching somebody else live. I would completely understand if someone was to say this was their favorite film. Like I just said, this movie feels lived in. You do this by having consistent dialogue and character actions. So by the way that they have consistency is that Lady Bird is going through a constant state of trying to find herself. So she's constantly making decisions to see how she feels about the situation or how she reacts to things. She is a at the end of the film she becomes 18, but she's a older teenager, 17, and she's trying to find herself without trying to be like others around her. That's why she changed her name from Christine to Ladybird, and most people will politely call her Ladybird, although sometimes their mother will call her Christine as when they are arguing or when she's mad at her. And that obviously leads to other uh, problems between them. But I love the consistency in the characters, especially in the mother. You know the choices the mother's going to make because she wants what's, what she believes is best for Ladybird. And I think it's a really beautiful film, no matter how you come at the film. Like being a guy, I don't really know what it's like, obviously, to be a teenage girl. And I think the way that they portray these characters is a good glimpse into that can show anybody from any background or who they are what it's like to be a human. And I greatly appreciate that in this film. They also make people act like real people. <laughs> Many people, including myself, can see themselves in its characters, whether it's Lady Bird, her best friend, her mother, or even her father. I love how they, they each have real problems that everyone deals with. Problems like depression, self-actualization, self-hate, being poor, not knowing who you are, and not knowing how to talk to your mentors or your parents. I have a harder time expressing myself to my mentors or parents as well. And I think the way that they characterize it and the way that they use it in the film is very real. And I love that. And the, the reason why I say it's real is that the reactions and the real ramifications and the consequences you can get from it are much more realistic than a lot of the other films in the genre. Usually the movies end with like, it, the beginning's great and everything was fine and then some bad things happen in the middle but then in the end of the film, everything's fine again. And they don't do that in this film. Things start out messy. I love the, the opening of this film is one of my favorites that I've seen in a long time. It's great. They, oh, they quickly set the tone and the dynamic of Lady Bird and her mother in a very interesting and you wouldn't even guess it. This movie begins with her, uh, by the end of the beginning of the scene, she jumps out of a moving car and breaks her arm because she doesn't want to deal with what her mother was going to say about her. And that very much sets up the tone for this movie, and I think it's really interesting and very unique uh, that I've seen in a long time. And I I don't know, it's just, I think it's very beautiful in the way that they do it. I, I, would, I will definitely watch this again. It's definitely a movie that you need to watch more than once so you get to see the whole picture. And I, I think that's what also gives this movie such a great feel is that you feel as though 
no matter how many times you watch it, you'll notice or feel something new with every viewing. I love this movie, and it mainly has to do with how I relate to the story. I think everyone can, but what connects me to this story is Lady Bird trying to reach as high as she can. I am not that intelligent of a guy, and I wish I was more creative. So I started this podcast to talk about creative and intelligence in one of my favorite ways of entertainment, films and TV shows. I'm not very good at, at this, but I'm trying nonetheless, because I want to be good. This, her whole goal is to get beyond what standards that she has been placed on by other people in her life. And I think that is something that everyone deals with, which is why I say everyone can connect to it. But I understand what she means because anytime I've talked about doing this before or going into college for something like this, I usually get the, well, I don't think you should. I don't think, I don't think you'll get as much out of it as you think you can. I'm not sure you really have the skills for this. Um, you don't really have the, the English skills in terms of writing and all this stuff. You don't have those skills and you won't ma- be able to make a whole lot of money doing it. But I'm doing it nonetheless. Um, I obviously do have another job, but I, I'm trying as best I can to make this dream of mine come true. And that's her whole goal for this movie. She's just wanting to leave Sacramento, California. She just wants to see something new, something different. And everyone just keeps telling her, nope, nope, you're not meant for that. You're not very good at math. You're not very good at anything. Your work, your work ethic is pathetic, and you won't, you'll, you'll barely be able to make it into college. You'll maybe, you'll maybe be able to make community college. And she ends up making it into a pretty decent college in New York by the end of the film. And that's the only thing that really ends on a happy note for her. Her dynamic with the mother, which is why I say this is so different from a lot of the other films like this, it, it doesn't really get better at the end. They, because they just don't know how to talk to each other. They just seem to want to argue with each other. And I get that. I, I, I can be that I can be that way with my parents a lot. And I think everyone can. Um, and when she leaves to go to the college, there's no like big scene where like the mother and Ladybird have this huge like emotional breakdown where they tell each other how much they love each other and everything. In fact, the mother never actually tries to clean things up between her and Ladybird. Her father slips a compile of notes that she was going to write to Lady Bird, but she felt that that she would judge her on her penmanship and the way she wrote. Um, So she never sent them to her, but he put it in the bag when she left for college anyway. So there's never like a clear ending for them. She does call her and tell her that she appreciates everything she's done for her and that she loves her, but it doesn't mean everything's okay and everything's fixed. And I think that's what gives it more... Their dynamic is what makes it real for most people. Not everyone just has to have one big conversation and all their problems that you had with that person just go away. So yeah, I, I think it's great. The music is beautiful. I love Lady Bird's theme. It pops up a lot. And I love the way it's used at the end when she's walking around. She's looking for things that are uh, similar to Sacramento. Things that are like her home that she loves but doesn't like to say she does. So she goes to a Catholic church because she was uh, in a Catholic school private Catholic school because her parents didn't want her to see the, some of the horrific things that happened at their, her nearest public school. 
that her older brother Miguel saw. So I've talked a lot about the use of music, but I haven't talked about how not to use music. So what I mean by that is, is that there are scenes where there's nothing, there's no music in the background, that is just the noises of the world and the people talking. In the beginning of this film, there's no real music to it. Um, the movie starts with her and her mother sharing a bed in a hotel room because she was visiting a college in California. And then it cuts to them in a car and they're talking and they're listening to an audiobook, uh, The Grapes of Wrath by John Steinbeck. And there's a lot, there, I mean, there's technically some music in the track of the audiobook, but it doesn't really count as like the movie's score or anything like that. And then it, it's, it only lasts for about five seconds anyway. But they talk, and that's how they set the tone. It's not a normal, cheerful day. They start with normal noises of the world. They have birds chirping, you can hear cars, you hear the wind, you hear other, other people talking in the background. It makes the world feel as though you're in it yourself. And I think the way they use it is extremely well done. And they only cut to music when she jumps out of the car. And I think that's just, I think that's what makes the beginning so watchable it's great but yeah uh, I'm going to give this movie a 10 out of 10 it's a perfect movie it's a perfect movie to me and I highly recommend anyone to watch this film it's a beautifully made wonderful story yeah I, I feel I feel wonderful that I watched this movie uh, this is the first time I've ever seen this movie and I kind of disappointed myself that I waited so long to watch it. It came out in 2017, and I'm surprised I waited four years to watch it. I, I had a lot of people say it was really good, and I was like, I don't know, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of coming-of-age stories, just because most of them are all the same. But this one is so wonderfully different, I greatly enjoy it. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, I hope you give this movie a watch. It's on Netflix. But yeah, um, I hope you have a good day. And if you want to connect me on social media, I have an Instagram page, Dr. Quackers Movie Reviews. Um, yeah, I have different things I post on there than I would you would normally hear me talk about on here. So yeah, if you want to see me a little bit more, then that's where you can find me. Uh, thank you. Have a good day.